The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello, and welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get into the interview, I would be honored if you would consider going to thepaulleslie.com and clicking support the show. There are quite a number of things I want to accomplish with the Paul Leslie Hour, and you can help me get more of these interviews out there to the masses. It only takes a moment, and it makes a world of difference. Last but not least, tell someone about the Paul Leslie Hour. Let them know in whatever way you can. And now let's get into the interview. Hello, Paul. Hello, GE. How's everything, man? Things are great. Here's Leroy. And Leroy Bell. How are you? All right. right. Great. Good to see you, man. Hey, you too, man. Yeah. How have you been? Good. Good. Getting vaccinated and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I've been Excellent. there and done it. So you get them both? Yeah, I have them both. Yeah. Good. A couple I just got ago. one so far. Taylor got both. Oh, How you, Paul? oh I'm doing good. Nice to meet young? you all. You're too young to get vaccinated. I, I'm I'm young enough that I'm not on the priority list. Right. <laughs> and I had it. I had the I had the virus. So did you get oh, really? sick? Wow. So every day is a is a, a holiday. Every day, <laughs> I'm you glad to be doing holiday that says that old William Bell song. Every day seems like a holiday. Yeah, yeah my really. baby, my baby comes home. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah. it takes some prodding to get people to sing. <laughs> Not us. What's going on? Well, I'm just. I'm really. I feel really fortunate to be able to interview you all. One of the great things about having a show is that you get to turn people on to things and promote music that I think a wide variety of people would enjoy. Yeah. So I want to introduce you all. I'm here with G.E. Smith and Leroy Bell, and they have a collaborative album. It's called Stony Hill. And I think a lot of you all out there, you might be familiar with these gentlemen. G.E. is a legendary guitarist and songwriter. Leroy is a phenomenal singer and songwriter known for both his solo career and also Bell and James. And he's written songs for everyone from Elton John to Gladys Knight to Teddy Pendergrass. Great, great singers. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you. So I think there is something that can be said about first impressions. When you all first met each other, what was the first thing that went through your head? You want to go first, Leroy? <laughs> that was, uh, you know, when we first met was on, um, was the night after we traveled to New York and came to uh, GE's place in um, Southampton. Um, we retired. GE was, uh, I th- it was like at 10 o'clock at night, I believe, or something. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, you, you, you would have got here at night coming from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And um, and GE came out to greet us. I think everybody else was probably gone to bed at, at that point. Um, of course, it was earlier for us. But uh, he just seemed like, you know, he just seemed like a fellow musician at that point. He was just really, uh, really nice, really gracious. And I didn't really expect anything else. I didn't, uh, 
at that point, since we had talked about coming out there, obviously the vibes had to be good or otherwise we wouldn't have made the trip to begin with. And so um, he just looked like that guy from TV and seemed like a real nice guy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And now GE. Um, Well, my wife, Taylor Barton, uh, she had been listening to Leroy's stuff. Leroy's got like 10 C solo CDs out, something like that, 10, 11 CDs. And she had been listening to his stuff. And one day she, she said to me, listen to this guy's voice, you know? And I said, yeah, who is that? That's the guy. I've been looking for this guy for 30 years, you know, because I have. I've been looking for a singer. Singers are hard to find. Good singers. Good singers and good drummers are the hardest thing to get. Guitar players are dime a dozen. But uh, she said, yeah, that's this guy, Leroy Bell. He's, he's from Seattle. And so uh, Taylor's not afraid of anything. So she just found his management and got a hold of them and uh invited uh uh Leroy to come out and as as soon you know it was easy like he said you know we're we're old band guys you know so yeah. we kind of knew each other already in a way you know from that kind of Yeah thing. we just fit it just uh it was it was really easy it was a no brainer we fit in we got together the next morning chit chatting around started playing some songs it just it was easy. Leroy had recently written the song America. And as soon as he played me that intro, you know that. I went, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> two days we were in the studio. We went, yeah. we went right in and started to, to record some stuff, you know. Something that I felt when I was listening to the record, there may be a lot of cool music. It's very rare that somebody creates an album that you get a feeling could appeal to so many people. I think people could identify with this record, Stony Hill, who are young, middle-aged, old, East Coast, West Coast, North, South. It's just got that certain quality. What was the goal when you guys went into the studio to make this record? Well, I think the goal the goal was just to get the songs down. You know, Leroy had all these great songs. And and it was to me, that's always the thing. You know, you go in the studio and you it, it's it's always it's about songs, you know. You gotta have good songs or you're wasting your time. You can have the best musicians in the world in there. Oh, if you don't have good songs. So that was my goal. Yeah, I think uh we we didn't really have a plan. Like you said, it was just, just recording the songs. And as we had a great time doing it and it was just, it just kind of came together each time I noticed was just um, how things turned out. You know, like, like a lot of times if I write a song, I hear it in my head a certain way, but you know, when you play it for somebody else, you hear it another way. And then of course, when you go to record it, it takes on another vibe. And so just everything just turned out really cool and uh it was just a a growing kind of a uh metamorphosis you know the songs just took on a took on a a a new vibe and it just they came alive and and uh it just went from there you know i don't think there was a plan like you said besides getting good songs yeah just get the song down and you know it was it was it was pretty easy because uh, Leroy and I are very similar in age, and we had grown up listening to pretty much the same records, you know? Wherever he was, wherever I was, we we listened to the same stuff. And, like, 
we didn't just listen to one thing. You know, I didn't just listen to like hot guitar player, rock and roll stuff. You know, I was right. also listening to all the R and B I could find, you know, the Memphis stuff, the Chicago stuff, the Philadelphia stuff, right. uh, Detroit, of course. Um, and, and that, I think that that's why we make a good blend because we both know a wide range of American music. Right. No, that totally. I think that's why we felt comfortable around each other, too, is because we could relate. I could go, yeah, that's like so and so and so and so. Let's yeah, make it. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we, we drop a name and they go, oh, yeah, that album, that record, or da 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 da. We already know, you know. What would you all say that you learned from this process of working together and from making this great record? What do you think? What'd you learn? I. You know, I, I learn all the time, and it's so cool to just learn stuff. You know, when you're younger, you always think, ah, oh, I know it all. But the older you get, the more you think that you just want to learn more and more. I learned so many things about guitar from uh, GE, you know, because I'm just kind of a – I just bang on the guitar and just try to write the songs. But um, it's it's great to have a, a another writer – uh, creator and an exceptional guitar player like GE there that's that's really gracious with his time and I'll go well, how do you play that chord or, or something like that and and he'll just show me that little thing and it's it, it's just so cool to be able to to access that and to learn something new every day you know I think I learned that well I had already learned this but this just like backed it up is that the the music is easy the business is hard <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> yeah the music business is tough you know it yeah. always was but um we we th this record was was pretty easy to make I, i've i've played on a lot of records um that were kind of labor intensive you know you really had to work at it and some of them came out great and some of them didn't but uh this one it was just a joy to do it was just we just had fun the whole time because we yeah. wouldn't have to go back home to Seattle. You know, it wasn't like two weeks in the studio and we've cut everything, you know, like you do sometimes. This was we do a few days. He'd have to go back home. Six weeks later, he'd come back, maybe have some new songs. You know, so that that was always exciting. There was new stuff coming in as we were doing it. Everybody out there, they can check out this music video. And it's called Let the Sunshine In. And it... From the looks of the music video, it looks like the music video must have been a lot of fun to make. But tell us about that track and the music video. I well, you... wrote the song, so talk about that song. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned it because I wrote that song a few, quite a few years ago, actually. And I hadn't thought about it in a long time until we were, uh, G and I were um doing this project. And so I'm sifting through songs and, and trying to figure it out. And I thought, well, that's kind of a cool song, but it was totally different as far as uh, the arrangement go. And, and GE uh, switched it up the arrangement, which was really refreshing because I had it just as a piano kind of a thing. And then he added a more of a kind of a rock sensibility to it, which was still, it still kept the soul part. And and we added that. And so it turned out quite different, but really, really, really loved the way it turned out. So it really changed. It's, if you heard both tracks, you'd kind of go, you'd recognize the song, but you'd go, wow, wow, it really changed. It's just a good song, you know? And uh, it, it was, again, it was just so much fun to play it. 
you know, yeah, I heard, that, I heard that bass line. I heard that lick in my head right away when when, when the yeah, yeah, because you you song. you played that when we were in the studio, um, because the song used to go ten ten kind of like that, but. But then you came up with that line with that doo, 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 chick, yeah. doo, chick, and then and then we slowed it down and yeah, we slowed it down. And then I was going, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is really hip. And so then we just we just went from there, and then I just went out and started singing, and we just laid down the track, and it was just it was funny. We we slowed down several of the songs as we were doing them. You know, we said let's bring it back, bring it back. Yeah. You know, many years ago I, I was. Many, many years ago, I was talking to Neil Young one time, and I said, man, you have all, you know, over your career, you've had all these different bands, but they always sound great. You know, how do you do that? And he says, well, we just try to play real slow. <laughs> okay. I, I think he was kidding, but I kind of took it to heart. Yeah. And where was the music video filmed? On the we beach here. Right where, there. Yeah. We're, we're uh, in Eastern Long Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, the music video, it made me think of, of something that Mr. Buffett would do. And that's that's Jimmy, not Warren. GE, right. <laughs> there's an interesting little tidbit here. You wrote a song with Jimmy Buffett. Can you recall writing the song Six String Music? Sure. Yeah. Uh, again, that's a long time ago. Um, now, if I get this right, he had been on a on a sort of safari kind of trip to Africa right. with, his, with his daughter, one of his daughters. Uh, and I think that that was the, the genesis for the song with him. Mm. And I think he just wanted to see, you know, we knew each other kind of from around, you know, uh, and our wives were friends. And um, so he came over to, to the house and, we sat down with our guitars and, you know, he, he sort of had the song already. He was just being kind, you know, letting me kick in a little stuff on it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's where it came from, though. He had, he had been in Africa, him and his, his family. Well, you know, at the beginning, uh, the people who are watching or listening, they might have noticed I was stumbling all over myself with my words. It's rare that I have two people on at the same time with so much talent and such a great history between the both of you. <laughs> and Leroy, I know that there have been so many great singers, that some of the greatest singers of all time that have cut your songs. And this might be a difficult question, but who has recorded a song that you wrote or co-wrote that just knocked you out with what they did? Oh, wow. Probably everybody that ever recorded one of my songs. Um, you know, the uh, one that stands out, which um, only because I just uh, saw it was on a um, compilation just a couple of days ago, was um, um, uh, Are You Ready for Love? It was a mama, uh, it was um, Elton John. And I'd forgotten about that song because the, uh, the song that was a hit here was Mama Can't Buy You Love, which uh, I wrote. But Are You Ready for Love was a huge hit in England, like 2004, which was many years after it was released, because it was a uh, the soccer theme for uh, England at the time. And um, I'll never forget sitting at the time, this is like 75, 6, somewhere around there. 
hearing that Elton John's coming in because he was working with my uncle at the time and sitting down in, in front of him, you know, and of course I'm scared shitless and, <laughs> and Sir Elton John is there and he, super, another time, super nice guy. And um, I'm playing him the song, you know, da, 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 da. I'm feeling like an idiot. And and he's just going, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. And, and then when he sang it, I was just like, wow. Wow. He can sing. He can really sing. You know, you hear people on records and it's one thing because, you know, with all the magic and stuff. But when you hear them right there in the room with you, that's an, another story right there. There's no magic there. It's the real thing. There's no, there's no electronics, no nothing. When they belt it out, you're just like going, wow, he really does sing good. <laughs> so I'd have to say Elton John went there. And then I would go to uh, um, probably the other voice that blew my mind was Johnny Mathis. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, I was sitting in the room with Johnny Mathis one time, and then he just started off going, and his voice just came out of life. I was like, what the hell? It's like it just kind of blew me away. But, uh, yeah, it's wild. Wild stories, definitely. This is for both of you all. What would you say, for, for each of you, what inspires you the most when you're writing songs? What do you think, Roy? I don't know. That's a kind of a hard question because a lot of times I uh, I just start off with some chords. A lot of times I have no uh, preconceived ideas about a song. I don't go like, I'm going to sit down and write a song about this or that. I, I'm just strumming along and I get some, get a little melody and I just kind of go from there. And then it, I might get a feeling like this is about such and such by the sound of the chords. And then I kind of go from there. I don't uh, have any uh, ideas about where I'm going, really. I just kind of do it. I'm always in inspired by uh, rhythm. You know, I always think about the beat, the rhythm of the thing, you know, that's, that's what really makes me happy. Uh, if, if, if I can find that or a, a lyrical idea, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, uh, songwriters have a, a, like a little, you know, notebook that they kind of carry around with them. And when they see something or see some words, they write them down. They think of something, they write it down, write it down, right. Just a couple of words, you know, mm -hmm. and then when they're home and they got time, sitting in the hotel room or whatever, they sit down and they go, oh, look at those words. They go together. That's a really good idea. I, I a lot of people do that. Daryl Hall used to do that. He, he always had a notebook and he'd be mm -hmm. on the bus and we'd be riding around the, wherever we were in the world and he'd see a, the name of a, you know, a sure. kebab yeah. shop in London and he'd write the name down and, you know, and yeah. it might turn up in a song. Yeah. Something that I noticed the moment you guys started to talk to one another, there's one thing that I'm convinced people cannot fake. They cannot fake a real friendship. And it was abundantly clear. These guys yeah. love each other. Yeah. Yeah. We do. We get we, along real good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We get along really well. So it's, uh, it's very easy. Uh, can't wait to get back and actually play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someday. Um, yeah, it's like it's like we've known each other forever, and it's only been a couple of years, you know. Hmm. Yeah, it's very easy. Well, on the note of getting back together and playing, we all have these dreams of of for for us who are music fans of sitting in the audience, and for the performers of being on stage. Where would you guys most look forward to touring together? 
when the time is right. USA for sure. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's really fun. And I, I'd love to go to Europe too. When you Leroy. Yo, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to just play for an audience, real life people. But yeah, USA starting here, yes. And Europe, anywhere, you know, just to be, to spread that love, you know, just to be out in front of people and have, you know, have that circle connected again of, you know, playing music instead of just sitting at home and writing, you know. That audience, uh, there's nothing like it when you're, out in front of people and and they dig what you're doing and you're feeding off of them. It's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Well, don't forget about Atlanta. No, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. You know, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were just talking about that. My son was just mentioning that uh, because he wants to go and I've never been to Atlanta. So oh, no great town. Oh, it's a great enough town that Elton John spends most of his time here. <laughs> so, we got that going for us for somebody who listens to this record this collaborative effort of you all what is it that you want the listener to get from the experience of checking out this album i hope they enjoy it i hope it makes them yeah. feel good you know i hope that they are moved by certain things I hope they have some laughs. Like it, it, I have a song on there called Art Sick. You know, I hope that makes them laugh, you know. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I hope that they feel good about the rhythm, the music, the, uh, the, the lyrics, um, make them think but feel good and, and hopeful and loving and, and, and all those things. I mean, and that's what music should do, I think, uh, make you feel good and also make you think. And uh, create some love, you know. I don't think uh, music should make you feel. It can make you feel sad for a minute, but it, it shouldn't make you. It shouldn't be a downer. I don't think we have. Do we have any really sad songs on there? Not super sad. We have a couple of slow songs that are kind of low. slow songs. But it's not. But it's not a, like a downer or anything. Even when I close my eyes, it's not like a super sad song. Oh no, no. That's kind of almost. I think it's my favorite as time is going on. That song. Uh, when I close my eyes, I just love it. And uh, I love the way it sounds. I love the way it came out. The Roy's vocal is ridiculously good, you know. Thank you. But it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, you know, music, you just want people to love the music and, and find out what they, you know, how music is a very personal thing. And everybody, and like you said earlier, Paul, that I think there's something on, on this record uh, for everybody. I think there's something that, anybody can find a particular song or songs that uh, relates to them or that they can relate to. Something I have to ask about, I, I should, because he's going to be turning 80 years old in just less than two months. I'm talking about Bob Dylan. Ah. And oh. A lot of the people out there are aware that you, G.E. Smith, you, you toured for a few years with Bob Dylan. Yeah. What would you su say surprised you the most about Mr. Bob Dylan? Oh, surprised me? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I don't even know if I would use the word surprised. Mm -hmm. I was amazed. I was in awe of how many old songs he knew. Not Bob Dylan songs. Of course he knows those. Oh, wow. But, but 
stuff, you know, from like the Civil War, you know, 19th century, 20th century. He knows the songs. He knows the lyrics. He he could tell you a story about the song. One night we were somewhere and, and he did a song about the Civil War. Two brothers, one fights for the North, one fights for the South. They meet in the woods the night before the big battle. And, well, if I die, tell mother that I love her. And the other one says, if I die, tell his wife, whatever her name was, that I love her. And I think they both die, you know. Mm -hmm. So after we, after we did it, there used to be a little part in the show where just me and Bob would come out with acoustic guitars. And I'd just follow him, you know, whatever, whatever he did. I'd watch his hands and follow along. And he would always stick in stuff like that. So I said to him, man, that was a great song. Oh, he said, you like that one? Okay. And so a couple nights later, we're out there and he does another song about two brothers. The one was called The Boston Boy. The other one was called Two Brothers, about <laughs> two brothers in the Civil War. Basically the same thing, but it's a different song. And oh, he wow. did several over a couple of weeks of that Civil War thing of the brothers. You know, he just knows so many songs. Wow. But it is incredible that he's, that he's 80. I mean, wow. I'm so, I'm so glad he's still here, you know, and still doing mm. great music. 80 and forever young. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I, uh, a friend of mine, there was just a, uh, a big article came out in England, Bob Dylan at 80, and it's in, in the, the newspapers there. And a, a friend of mine did some of the work on, on the article, some of the research for it. And we, we were emailing back and forth. And I said to him, man, the influence that Bob has had on not just the music world, not just guys like me and Leroy, you know, but the culture, you know, yeah. gigantic influence. Now, young people today, I wouldn't expect them to know, you know, but it's there. I see it all the time. I see it everywhere. I see it in songs. I see it in, in television in movies. It's, he was huge. The, you know, the, the cultural impact. Yeah. This one is for Leroy. What is the best thing about being Leroy Bell? <laughs> and you know what's coming, G. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a good one. I, I ju I'm just happy that I'm healthy and, uh, that I chose this profession, um, you know, to make music with my life, and uh, and I've been able to survive doing it. I guess that's uh, the main thing. And my family's healthy, my kids, and and everybody. And I and I still I continue, like we were talking earlier, to be inspired and to learn things. I mean, you know, having met GE, I never would have thought that was going to happen. And that just took me off into just a slight new direction. And it just it just kind of lifts you up and gives you something new to do. And and uh it's just great. I, I've got no complaints really. You know, I've been um very fortunate. And what is the best thing about being G. E. Smith? Um, you know, now I'm see I'm got I'm on the up here because I had time to think while it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Really, you know, I've been really lucky. I've been so lucky in my life. You know, I, I came from this little tiny town in Pennsylvania, 
and and just by by pure luck got a hold of a guitar when i was a little kid you know when i was four i had a guitar by the time i was seven i was actually playing it you know so it's all i've ever done i don't know anything else but it, it's carried me you know to a lot of great places and and uh it met a lot of interesting people and and you know had a lot of fun but the best thing in my life is my daughter hmm. i got it my daughter josie uh, uh me and taylor just have just her, but um, she's the greatest. She just turned 19, going to college, real smart kid, and we have a lot of fun. The last question, very open-ended for each of you. You just never know who you're reaching with what you're doing. For anyone who's tuned in with us, what would you say to that person? What do you think, Leroy? I'm going to let you go first so I can. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have kind of thing. Uh, well, you know, what I would say was, look, you know, it's, um, it's music, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's good songs that, that we do. And I, and I hope that anybody that, that heard the songs could, could get something from them. You know, uh, one of the songs that, that I sing, uh, I think two songs, right? Two on the record. Yeah. One of the songs is this song Codine that was written by Buffy St. Marie. It was a wonderful uh, 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 singer-songwriter. I saw her do that song when I was about maybe 10 or 11, you know? And I, oh, I was just, wow, this, is, this woman is great. This song is great, you know? And I, I've always done the song and, and finally got to, you know, record it and, and put it on this, this record. And it's very different, I think, than, than anything that I would write or that, or that, that even that uh, Leroy would write. Mm-hmm. But I would hope that, you know, people could hear that and hear the, the truth in that song and, the, and the, the passion that's in there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I forgot. I just listened in here. It is. No, <laughs> <laughs> no on the spot. Yeah, I think um, uh, all the songs bring their own tale, their own special idea, song, um, not not song, but uh, idea lyrically, musically. And I think they all speak a truth from each song. And like he was saying, the the Buffy St. Marie song, the thing about the the codine, it tells a story, which is amazing. And, And I try to do those with, with other songs that we're having on there as well. Like, um, uh, um, I, mean, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, something about oh, yeah, the lyric. Sky. I'll guess the title. The sky. <laughs> sky. Oh, yeah. Under the skies. Oh, under under the skies. skies. Under right. The skies. Um, you know, thinking about the uh, the environment and everything. I mean, we've got such a collection of of songs about things that are important as far as us here on this planet and uh, as human beings, and I think. Uh, the songs, even if you're not listening to the lyrics and you're just dancing to the grooves or you're just singing along, there's something for everybody. Well, GE and Leroy, I think great communication should it should give you a little buzz. And you guys gave me a buzz today. I'm Thank really you. honored to sit down and talk to you guys. It's a pleasure to meet you all. A pleasure to interview you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you as well. All right, gentlemen, I look forward to seeing you all perform, hopefully 
hopefully soon. Hopefully soon we'll be down in the five points there in Atlanta <laughs> playing in one of the joints. Yeah. Right. Well, if we get down there, we'll be looking for you. That's yep. for sure. You know what I look like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got that. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Have Take a wonderful care, evening. I appreciate it a lot. Okay. Right. Good talking to you. Take, so Take it easy, buddy. All right. Yeah, you too. All right, man. Uh, do something soon. Yes. <laughs> I'll be All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bapa doodly beep bapadida deep bumpity boo canaz a jib pop kilak and nuts a gilly bond a good thing yeah but is goodbye.